It's your local goth girls, Kaya and Jarja, and welcome to a brand new episode. So, we are so excited to start this series. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. We have been doing, like, so much research. um, Literally. And we've been planning it for ages, and it just feels really weird. I don't feel spooky right now, but I'm sure as these podcasts progress, we'll get spookier, because... When you listen to it, it'll be spooky. Yeah. We'll add some special effects. Yeah, you'll be spooked. Like this. <laughs> and this. Ooh. Spooked, are you? Yeah. So, like we mentioned in the previous podcast, we are going to be focusing on this next month on spooky slash unsolved cases slash solved cases. Slash just weird. Weird shit, bro. Weird shit, bro. Weird um, shit, We'd also like to acknowledge it's actually Black History Month as well. In the YouTube community right now, missing um things and like weird cases and unsolved stuff is really popular at the moment yeah like um, fiori does it yeah but we're not doing Ray it, to, does it like what we said we're not doing it to get on the hype it's just we are so passionate about this stuff yeah we really and it's really it. interesting and we've waited till october to do this yeah it's special it's, <laughs> it's special. spooky season <laughs> also if you enjoy these podcasts be sure to check out the my favorite murder podcast yes. it is a whole like podcast dedicated to everyone's uh well the two girls um favorite murders and every every week i think they have like different cases and they also do live shows which is amazing and they and have special cool. guests such as anna faris yeah it's so cool wow. so definitely check them out um they are like really cool <laughs> inspirations for us yeah <laughs> but yeah um so who wants to go first? I'll go first. Yes. I'll go. <laughs> okay, right. so, like doesn't know about. We don't my... know basically. We're yeah, about try. each other's cases. So these reactions are genuine. Yeah, spooky spoilers. Spooky so we'll, spoilers. we'll we'll talk about the case in detail and stuff, but we'll give our feedback and like commentate throughout. Yeah, being like, oh, bitch, what? <laughs> so, Who said that? <laughs> oh. This case is on the murder, disappearance, and eventually solved case of April Tinsley. Ooh. So she was a six-year-old girl. She was born on March 18th, 1980, and she lived in Fort Wayne, Indiana, with her mum, Janet. Very nice. Little considered small family. Yeah, they were really, really nice. Everyone who met her said that she was like such a fun, happy little angel. Like that's what Mum Janet said to her. Everyone at school just said she was really adorable and sweet and stuff. Um, but unfortunately, she went missing on April first in nineteen eighty-eight Ooh. when she was in first grade, which is super sad. So I'll talk a bit about the day she went missing. Okay. Um, I'm ready. <laughs> you're ready. I'm ready. So, it was, coincidentally, April the 1st. Oh. <laughs> so, she was at school in first grade. And she went to school as normal, came home, um, had lunch with her mum, and then asked to go to a friend's house to play. And the mum said, of course you can, just call me as soon as you get there. So, she got to the friend's house, friend was called Nicole. Her mum wanted to call her as soon as she got to Nicole's house. And that she should be back around 4, 4.30pm because it was cloudy and it was forecasted to rain that day. So she wanted a home before anything else. Like it rained and stuff, she didn't get yeah. lost. And then 
It got to 4pm and April wasn't home. Rebel. (laughs) Mum waited a bit and then Nicole's Nicole's house. So Nicole's mum said that April and Nicole went to the park and left the park about 3pm. Nicole's mum didn't go with them though, but the park was only like... 10 minutes down the road from them. Yeah, and so they not were both, far at all. And they were both eight years old, so it's not and like... And to be honest, babies. like, when it's... How, when was this? The 80s? Yeah, like, yeah, it 80s. was... It wasn't really, like... You didn't really think about... Yeah. Like, stuff like you that. You didn't have phones or anything. Everyone's, so. like, really paranoid. Like, well, everyone's a lot more, like, careful now. I feel like it's because the media, like... There's more media to report about crime yeah. and stuff. Whereas it wasn't really... It's what well, it's not that it didn't happen. It just wasn't talked about as much. I yeah. guess. Um. So yeah, she went to the park, but then they left about three p.m. Um. Like left the park, and then they were gonna go home to, like each of the houses. So Rachel was gonna be home before four p.m. initially. Yeah. Um. And then April realized that she actually left her umbrella at Nicole's house and went back to get it. And Nicole was going to another friend's house, so they parted ways. Oh, Nicole's a busy girl. (laughs) Yeah, they parted ways. Nicole went to her friend's house. April went back to Nicole's house to get her umbrella. Um, But then Nicole's mum said she never actually made it back to Nicole's house. Mm. So um, I think it's Nicole obviously had went to, I think it said that she went to a payphone or something, told her mum that she would be back at three and that, thing it was just going to get her umbrella april was just going to get umbrella but then that didn't happen and then so janet april's mum they had a bunch of friends and neighbors searching the areas around april's and nicole's house and the park like family friends uncle and stuff they all went and searched the area and then it was around 6 p.m after they'd searched the area so this was like two hours still rachel uh, april not back yeah. And so then Jonna called the police and she said that her daughter had gone missing after playing with a friend. And the police got there and she gave them a picture of April and described what she was wearing. Mm-hmm. And she was wearing a purple bomber jacket, um, light blue trousers that had three pink love hearts on the side Cute. and purple shoes. And then detectives went in search for her and searched a 20 block area. So it's like in America, like obviously they call it blocks. So it's yeah. like literally like. 20 i don't know how big's a block like 20 i don't know like around the houses yeah like um a, like a ra- the radius like about for four five miles yeah something, the house like something like that so like they that. searched like oh a big area but they didn't find anything to do with rachel didn't find rachel why do i keep saying rachel rachel Dolezal. keep thinking about rachel fucking Dolezal. i'll get out of my podcast so they didn't find anything to do with April, no evidence, so they assumed that she had been abducted. So they physically made that decision that yeah. she's been abducted. So then this is 72 hours later on April 4th, um, a police task force of... Oh, tw- also, side note, if you don't find your child in 72 hours, it's more likely you're never going to see them ever again. Yeah, that's what Take I'm like concerned with this. Mm-hmm. So April 4th, 72 hours later, a police task force of 25 Fort Wayne officers where they lived joined a search party of 50 civilians and continued looking for April. And then around 3.30pm, still on April 4th, a man was on a jog and discovered a body off the side of the road in a ditch and unfortunately it was confirmed to be April's. Oh. And now. So wait, how 
how long was that until they found the body? 72 hours afterwards. So three days. Yeah. So they find the body, it's been 72 hours. So then now it turns into a murder investigation. Yeah. Because she's being clearly dumped there. Yeah. Which is really, really sad and horrible on the family and stuff. So then, based on physical evidence to do with Rachel's um, body, police believed she had been suffocated to death. She was fully clothed, except for one of her shoes was missing. However, they did confirm that she had been sexually assaulted as well. Like when they did the autopsy. Yeah, no. So, like, whoever did it sexually assaulted her, then put all her clothes back on. One shoe was missing and then left her in the ditch. Um, And then, however, like, it was really weird though because like detectives believed like whoever did this like they wanted April to be found yeah. because it was a just a ditch at the side of the road like not covered or anything yeah. it was in plain sight a jogger walked past and saw April's body so like fully wanted to be found or known about not just yeah some like crime that went wrong or something you wanted people to see this so then they searched the surrounding area and eventually found her other shoe about 80 feet away on the opposite side of the road. Mm. Which is, like, really weird. weird. Like, why would it be on the opposite side of the road? Obviously placed. Yeah. So then this is now April 8th, 1988. So eight days after the initial uh-huh. disappearance. Yeah. Um, a witness called the police and let them know that they had seen a little blonde girl matching April's clothing description walking along the side of the road. So she was just saw a passerby walking along the side of the road, mm-hmm. and then a um, a pickup truck, a blue pickup truck, pulled next to her. But she said it was weird because April didn't seem like scared or like tried to run away or anything. It's yeah. like she knew the person. So on the woman's side of the road, she's seen this April. Then a blue chick pickup truck pulls in front of her, yeah. and then the pickup truck's gone, and April's gone. So yeah. it's like she's... Straight away. Gone. No hesitation. Yeah, just went in the pickup truck. So it's like she knew the person. Um, And then she said um, they released um like descriptions of the man that the witness saw in the blue truck. Yeah. And loads of people called in and said that um they described... Oh, the witness described the man as a white male in his 30s with sandy wavy blonde hair. And then they released a description to the public. They did a sketch of what the killer looked, like, assumed the killer looked like. Yeah. And then they had like received like numerous, numerous tips from people like ringing in. And yeah. m- multiple people said that um, they think it was a guy called Moose. <laughs> Moose. They never really released his full name either. They just called him Moose. Like that's not released on like any evidence or something just called moose um so but then um so they had him as their first suspect like they were all on him believed he was like one of the first suspects and so they put all their like time and stuff towards him yeah but then they didn't find any evidence towards him he took um several polygraph tests and passed all of them wow yeah, he did not own a blue pickup truck, but he did have access to one with his Weird. work. Yeah, he did have access to one, and he did have like a driver's Did they have permit. like the license plate or anything or from the blue pickup truck? No, no, it's just like no, it's just vehicle. a blue pickup yeah. truck. Yeah, um, people said although he he did hang around parks and go up to children and said things to scare them. Weird. Yeah, so like it's t- it was a bit of a weird. One, guy yeah. but then they dropped him as a suspect so 
didn't really find anything to do hmm. with him. So he wasn't the guy in the pickup truck. This is now May 21st, 1990. Oh, bit of a jump. Yeah, <laughs> so this is three years <laughs> after Jeez. it. Uh-huh. And then police relieved an anonymous message from this guy saying that someone had left a spray-painted note on his garage door saying, so this was a quote, very badly written. It was terrible grammar and mm. they spelled stuff wrong but it was spray painted on the door i kill eight-year-old april rudely tinsley did you find a other shoe ha 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 i will kill again spelled Weird. again with no a like again like <laughs> okay uh. but so the spelling mistakes and grammar issues so when her shoe her shoe was missing uh-huh. they'd not disclose that to the public yeah. like they said like we found her but they didn't say Anything by the way about, yeah. her shoe was missing but we found it so it wasn't disclosed to the public so there was no way so they believed it was like authentic yeah because yeah, there was no way like he would have known about that like how did he get that information and then so they like went back and looked through the area again to see if they'd missed anything and then a note was found 10 miles away from where her body was found Oh, like, but they never fully disclosed what the note said. Weird. Yeah, which is weird. They fully decided that that could be April's killer. Yeah. Um, and then um, this case went cold for about fifteen years. Jesus. So Was it like remained open or did they close it? No, it literally closed. They closed it for fifteen years, and then what triggered them to reopen it? So the note that they found that was near April's body, yeah, they found they didn't release what that was said at the time, yeah. And then on March twenty fifth, two thousand and four, fucking hell, yeah. <laughs> so this is fifteen years later. A little girl found a note in her school bag, yeah. So this is still in um, Fort Wayne, yeah, in the area, yeah. Um, and it said, hi, honey, I've been watching you. I am the same person that kidnapped, raped and killed April Tinsley. Here is the present for you. You are my next victim. And the present he left her was inside a Ziploc bag and it was a used condom. Yeah. You're like, why? Why is that a thing? And then notes were found in two other girls' school bags, not in the same school, but in the same area. Yeah. In the similar style writing and same present, and it was. But why would you say that to a like a young girl and they don't know what any of them words really mean? Yeah, and like it, it was the same style writing that was on the guy's um, garage yeah. as well. So then they released the no what it said, but what they found at April's murder. Yeah. Um, murder scene, and the note said something similar to them. Yeah, it was but the so, same. yeah, like exactly the same, but it didn't say like I'm the same person that killed me. It was just like I've been watching you. Yeah. You're really pretty and stuff. You are my victim and stuff like that. Oh, it's just <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. And so then the forensics team tested the DNA from all the packages, obviously from the used condoms. Yeah. And they had the same DNA as the one that was found at April's crime scene. So mm, these all notes yeah, yeah, see all these notes, the garage and April's crime scene, all the same person. However, the DNA didn't actually match anyone in the national database. So like they tested it, it on like they have like a system sort of most people's DNA yeah. from when you're born and it didn't test then anyone in the national database. Yeah. So they weird. were like what the fuck? Who this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> New DNA, who this? And then 
they released the notes from to the public saying if you know anybody who writes like this who says like because you've got to remember that it was 2004 so like even though like phones are about nobody used text talk no one really yeah used so like why would he put haha yeah. like text talk and he just if they had the same mannerisms if this if you know people who put like hi honey in the yeah. text messages and stuff they wanted to know if you had any knew anyone that wrote like that similar had the similar style of handwriting and then they received a tip from a guy claiming his father was the killer that's weird yeah so this was march 2013 so then they never released the name of the father who they were accusing yeah um but this is the second suspect however still not the killer <laughs> fuck's sake <laughs> We're calling him Anonymous Father. That's yeah. what we're going to call him. The Anonymous Father, he actually lived really, really close to April's house and to where she was taken, like, from the park. Yeah. And to the murder scene. It's, like, all in really so sp- a really small space, can I speak? In a small but area. In a small area, yeah. He <laughs> lived in a small area. Um, and he also had a quite a large history of child molestation. Mm. So that was bad. Um, and then the son said, like, even though it's quite common, but he used to write, like, hi, honey, and ha, ha, ha on his texts. Yeah. Like, ha, ha, like that. So, like, it is very common, but, like, at least he pointed it out and stuff. Yeah, just like the police requested. Yeah. This bit's weird. He owned a blue pickup truck. Yeah. And a few days after April's murder, he painted it a different colour. That's weird. Yeah. He just painted it a different colour a costa bomb yeah like why would you do that if it's like blah 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 yeah so police immediately brought him into questioning and like they didn't mention what it was about so i think they said something like this too with like the murder of april tinsley yeah straight away he said he'd never met april but his daughter used to play with her and said i was working the day of the murder weird thing to remember 15 yeah. years ago That's like weird. why would you if you didn't do it, why would you be like, I was working Not that staged. day? Isn't it? Okay, staged. Isn't it? Staged. Favourite word. <laughs> um, yeah, so weird thing to remember 15 years ago. But. And then the police decided to follow up it with his employer and he was not working that day. Weird. Yeah, not working that day. And they can check for sure because they have like the rotors and yeah. clock in and clock out. Yeah, stuff, exactly. Yeah. So he wasn't working that day all the day of April 4th, the day she was found. So it wasn't bad either day, yeah. Um, they searched his home because they had a warrant to do that now, and they fully searched his home. They found loads of weird shit in there. They didn't fully disclose what they found, but they mm. said it was pretty weird. Um, they found. Tons- I guess if it's like not relevant to the case, I wouldn't even yeah. mention it because apparently they found tons of child pornography, tons Ew. of pictures on his Polaroid camera of pictures he'd taken of little girls at that same park Ew. yeah um and a yellow notebook which was similar to the little notes that the girls had in their book oh like the paper yeah yeah so they were like oh my god this guy's our killer however they tested his dna and it did not match any from the crime scene or any of the evidence so Mm. he was dropped as a suspect but he was still, I There's think... still so much evidence. Yeah, I think they still uh, arrested him. And I'm sure he got um, some time for, like, child pornography charges and stuff. Yeah. But he was quite old as well. Yeah. He was, like, in his 70s or something. Ugh. So still put in jail, but, like, he'd only been there for a while. I don't know. 
and that was in 2004 so i'm not sure what he's doing now (laughs) (laughs) um and then this is now july 15th of 2018 jesus yeah so this is so it's taken so many years i'm i'm really bad at math so i can't count 2004 to 2018 yeah i don't know how long that is 14 years 14 years yeah 14 years right and that's not even like since the initial since the initial like disappearance oh they also had on june 24 2005 they had a small press conference to remind people that it was still an ongoing case yeah so from when the case was called for 15 years brought back in 2004 it was still open till 2018 (sighs) so and they had a small press conference they had conference. a small yeah. <laughs> press conference in 2005 to alert people that it was still an ongoing investigation. It was still open. They still need tips and everything. Yeah. So then, <laughs> the killer. Here we go. Yeah. So there is um, a company called Paraben, which um, take people's DNA and stuff. Yeah. Um, make up an a really good aged photo of what they look like now and they're able to track down people from their DNA samples. That's so good. Yeah, so like the case... I feel like you the, mentioned you mentioned this to me before. Yeah. yeah. like, oh my God, look at this new technology. Yeah, it's yeah. So, so. yeah, so there's the Golden State Killer in America. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. It's Golden State Killer. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm I've sure heard of, like, that rings yeah, a bell. Golden yeah, Golden State Killer. He's been trying to find out his murder for like the past 40 years and yeah. they've been like trying to figure it out literally this summer on in 2018 yeah. they had a dna sample of who they thought it was went to which house they thought he lived in took some dna samples from his bins yeah and like tested it and it was a match and they arrested the golden state killer that's so good and that's been an ongoing case for like 40 years and they did it in like three days that's so good yeah so that like, is amazing how, like, what technology can do these isn't days it? how far have we come in it so just then. a small appreciation <laughs> yeah. for all them in the science and technology yeah. fields so like you know when people um send them their dna samples off to like ancestry yeah yeah and be like find my people they find s- my people find my people <laughs> 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 oh my god um they it's no joke that they use our dna like they store our dna yeah. for shit they want to know about us so they like create these things about find your ancestry.com yeah and it's like we'll keep all your dna yeah but it's used for good for solving crime. So they, um, taking a moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, they this is ongoing investigation. So they try to find the um, murder of April Tinsley. Yeah. Through the DNA Paraben website. Uh-huh. So they track. Basically, they go backwards on his family tree. So they find a DNA sample from when people spit in the tubes and be like, find my entry. And they go work their way backwards through the timeline. That is amazing. Yeah. So basically, they found, like, distant, distant cousins. Yeah. Traced it back to two brothers. One of the brothers was April Tinsley's murder. Yeah. So then one of the brothers, who was called John D. Miller, he was 59 years old, he... 
they went to his house. Yeah. Took some trash from his bins. Yeah. Went back. They didn't need a warrant to do that. Um, not if it's like an underground investigation case. Oh, right, well. They're fine to just search your bins. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Watch you get your bins searched next <laughs> you're like, fuck, what's happening? What have I done? Um, so they went back. Yeah. And it was the same um, DNA found um, from the paraben test matched up with that, with his house, matched up to all the other DNA that they had That's in the mad. evidence, concluded that it was him. So they... Um, so yeah so match the dna match was confirmed so the police went to his house calmly knocked on his door like yeah. didn't do anything um and then he answered the door he was like at the door and they said do you know what this is about and literally clear as day he said the murder of april tinsley yeah oh my god so like fully knew what he was so he like handed himself over no well not really they still arrested him stuff but he like didn't refuse or anything yeah. he didn't be like i didn't do it he was like yeah i killed april um, so then he um, took him in for more questioning and then finally convicted him as the killer of April Tinsley. He hasn't filed a plea and has no attorney and is scheduled for court August the 3rd. Wow. So it's coming up. I'm fully waiting. August the 3rd the, next year? This year. August the 3rd. It's September. Maybe next year then. <laughs> August 3rd next year. Yeah, next year. Yeah, 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 next year. So he's been charged with murder and child molestation. Yeah. Like, he had a court sentencing where he didn't take a plea and he has no attorney. So, But he was charged with the murder of April Tinsley and child molestation, but he still hasn't got a sentence yet. Yeah. So he's just well, like... Well, let's hope it's life. Yeah. So it's in, like, cells, but the it's, like, next 2019, yeah. August 3rd, they didn't do a sentence hearing and then is her like mum like is the family still alive yeah her mum's still alive and her uncle can't remember what he's called um but they had it like they got interviewed about it and stuff and they were like on the news and stuff and the mum said all she wants to know is why and yeah like the uncle was saying it's like good that we've got justice and like we know what happened but it doesn't get any easier like yeah. it's still and like i just want to mention as well so like this is, can i just say this is oh, like 30 years like this has been a case going on for so she's been missing thirty years and then but then they finally found her fifteenth of July two thousand nineteen. Yeah. And that's the case of April Tinsley. Wow. So um, not really yeah. happy ending, but I just wanna like say this to them as well and I'll like we'll proceed to say this like throughout the month of like we're doing these like podcasts and stuff. Um like we don't mean like any disrespect to like no. the families or like the victims. Like we are just like trying to like I mean the whole genre of like crime and stuff like is quite interesting to us and yeah. obviously it runs with the theme of like Halloween and yeah so but I just like, like with markets, we don't mean like any offence we just yeah. want to sort of raise awareness like it's like a not a happy story but it's good that like justice has been served and it's stuff. good that it proves like how amazing technology is yeah like and a lot of people will say like oh like I just want to go back to the old days but I think things like this were a lot harder to deal with back then and yeah, it's good exactly. that this was a case from the 80s it's finally been solved yeah. it's just so good like this and the golden state color they've been like massive unsolved cases and the pressures and that it was all because yeah. they couldn't 
do they didn't have their facilities yeah. and the amount of pressure that it must have put on people's lives yeah. in the police force and like the fbi and stuff or the investigators exactly. um i just think of so many cases that haven't been solved because they didn't have the right technology yeah but they didn't even know that then either yeah like they fully didn't know that also um it's like the zodiac murders yeah like they could be fucking solved now however if you have not seen american stories american horror story season cult <laughs> um there's a spoiler in that with the zodiac murders oh don't it's like you would be like what yeah like so georgia has just finished oh. cult and i'm still like watching it i'm like nearly at the end i think i think am i you are just yeah you are you yeah are. it's so good it's it's really good um and the new season is out now i think yeah we get it on the 27th of september oh that's so annoying i know i'm trying to like dodge the spoilers on twitter so much like yeah. i don't want to know anything no but we should what we should do that bro. we should do like a reacts video yeah. <laughs> the thing is though like um i really like murder house and coven are my favorites yeah same cult is now in my top favorite really yeah american uh murder house coven and cult they're my that's so cute. They're so good. It was. It literally blew me away this season. Yeah. And there's like people from, like, the old, uh, the old <laughs> people from like Murder House and stuff, that are in cult. And you'd be like, oh my god, I didn't even recognise her. Yeah. And being like, oh my god, it's that girl from like season one. Yeah. It's it crazy. Really and you like, who wasn't in like Coven and stuff? And you're like, oh, where did that girl go? And then you're yeah. like, oh, it's that woman. It could be even like a small role. And it's someone from like the previous season. And yeah. Like, oh my god, that's so, yeah. like um, in Coven, Kyle's mum is in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I was like, oh, it's her. Yeah. Nice to see her again. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Which is good. Um, I feel like it's nicer that Evan Peters, who was a small, not a small role, but a he was always an a supporting actor in the other seasons. He's got his own main role in this. Yeah, it's so good. And Sarah Paulson is so good in this. I just love it every time. Just when you think that she is like, oh yeah, she's a good actress, she just gets better. Yeah, like the the way that she can transform. However, Jessica Lange is not in this one, which I know. But one thing I will say, have you noticed? Ivy is actually the drummer from Scott Pilgrim vs the World. Yeah, I know what she's called. It's sick. I, I forgot what she's called. She's in uh, two other films as well. She's in Confessions of a Shopaholic. Oh, yeah. 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 It's That's so cool. Film. Yeah. Don't like Ivy Bill. No. Like anyway, on to Kaya's case. <laughs> so this is like a bit different. It's not really just one person. It's actually 43. Whoa. So my case is the 43 missing students in Mexico. Mexico. And this is quite a recent one. It's from 2014. Wow. So... It's pretty recent and it really brings to light a lot about the politics and the way things are in certain parts of Mexico, which I did not realise before. Um, yeah, so let's Damn. get into it. <laughs> September 26, 2014, around 100 students from the Rural Isidro Burgos Rural Teachers College of... Oh, shit, I went off it. <laughs> I swiped too fast. Of Ayotinapa. Um, which is an all-male school, travelled to Iguala Guerrero to commandeer buses for an upcoming march in Mexico City to commemorate the anniversary of the... I forgot, I didn't say that. Tate Lolco Massacre, which happened in 68. So mm. it's sort of like a 
I don't know if it's a yearly thing, but it's just to like the anniversary of like this big massacre that happened in Mexico that's really important to them. Like to remember. To remember so. them by. Yeah. Um also I'm gonna put like a big I'll put a big influence not influence on it, it's like a big emphasis on this. Put an emphasis on this. <laughs> the school was no stranger to like marches or protests. Um and they had participated in in, in the past. So yeah. it was an all male school lots of testosterone <laughs> most of the teachers were male as well and mexico in terms of the politics and stuff as well with like other countries that aren't so westernized it is quite a big thing and it's everyone is something that everyone gets involved in quite physically yeah. Yeah, they travel in two buses they picked up more on the way so that eventually made them made it total up to five buses that contained all the students and um, they departed from the iguala bus station around 9 30 p.m back to um Ayatanapa, which is where they're from and where the school is from. So So they were on the way home. Yeah, they were on the way for home. All went fine, um, as far as our research into. Um and then the police and armed men ambushed four of the buses during the night. Three buses were attacked altogether in the same location on two separate occasions. It was this like because of the protest. So it was sort of out of the blue. Like oh, no one okay. like it I like I've written it more down so you'll okay. it'll make sense in a sec. Okay. So like so yeah. It was really weird. Like can you imagine being on that bus and just having people ambush you that are like yeah. the police? So I think there's a lot in this case that is very like police corrupt. Everything is corrupt. And Damn. I know in Philippines it is like that as well. Um I know the different countries, but in terms of like the politics it is quite similar. So yeah. Three buses attacked all together in the same location on two separate locations and two hours apart. Oh. So obviously the buses were all split up. People were split up from each other. Um, and then Aldo Gutierrez is shot in the head. Oh um, he doesn't die, but um, some s- when I found like when I was researching and like watching videos on it as well, um, some sources say two students, but I, I'm not sure which if it is yeah. but so sorry if like i've got it wrong but that was the student that the name that There's was that attacked. conflicting sources yeah conflicting star- sources so the police detained the students from one of the buses and the drive away in the police vehicles obviously like bringing them back to the station or whatever so the second attack takes place after other students have arrived at the scene to provide support for them Obviously, they've been attacked, so they're, like, freaking out. Yeah. Local news reporters are also present. Another two students are shot, and they die instantly, I think. Mm. Um, the rest of the students are, like, running for their lives. The night also sees another attack on a vehicle carrying um, a young soccer team that was leaving Iguala um, for a match. And 15-year-old player and the bus driver are killed in the attack. Um as well as a female passenger in a nearby taxi. However, they don't think that these two events are necessarily attached. It just Uh happened at the same time. Yeah. There's not really anything for sure that I could find. Anyway, so cutting to the 27th of September 2014, so the day after, the authorities discover the corpse of a student, Julio Cesar Mondragon. Mondragon. That's a sick name. (laughs) Wait, Julio Cesar Mondragon. Um, I'm really sorry if I butcher this. But <laughs> I'm trying my best. Um, he had attempted to run away during the gunfire. His eyes had been gouged out of his skin. Ew. Um, no, his eyes had been gouged out, and his skin had been flayed 
like flies like bear to skull. So you can see a skull basically. Um, in oh total, God, six people awful. were killed, 25 were wounded. And I think that brings us to the final count of 43 students who were then the 43 students of Mexico. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it started out with 100 and it basically got whittled down to 43. Mm-hmm. Um, all the survivors tried to locate the missing students. They go to the jails um, and to the various police stations. No one can trace them. Some students that went into the hiding began to emerge, but not all of them. Obviously, the 43 are fucking missing. Yeah. So, like, leads us to the questions of who gave the permission to... O- who gave the police permission to open the fire? Yeah. And, like, was also found... Was the mayor of Iguala and his wife responsible? Because there's possible links, which I will explain now. Oh. So... To the mayor? Yeah. What the fuck? I know. Corrupt so I was, like, shit, shook bro. when I found this. <laughs> so, the day after, 28th of September 2014, Guerrero State Authorities arrest 22 police officers in connection with the attacks, allegedly carried out in coordination with the Guerrero's in Unidos cartel, which this mayor had been speculated to be high up in, so connected to the Burr. drug cartel, which is, like, mad. So, on the 29th, the mayor, Jose Luis, um, I'm just going to call it Mayor Ambarca, <laughs> um, gives a radio interview saying that he has no information of what happened. Um, I also found in the research that it may be, I didn't want to write it down because I wasn't so sure, I didn't really understand it, but basically they had like some sort of event and with the politics at the time, it was like, did the mayor say attack them because he thought there was someone that they weren't oh um and with like like the they thought they were like a bunch of people rather than school kids yeah oh. um oh, it was just a mistake basically um but anyway so he gives a radio interview says he doesn't know anything the day after he requests a 30-day leave of absence uh shady and then what the all fuck? of a sudden him and his wife just disappear just um, disappear and obviously, like, the police are, like, wanting to, like, speak to him. And yeah. he's, they try to find him and he's, like, gone. So it's mad. So October the 1st, the governor, Angel Aguirre, orders um, Mayor Ambarca to present himself to the authorities. He doesn't come out of hiding. He's nowhere to be found. Um, they are obviously, like, wanting to keep him in the know about all this. And yeah. it's just suspicious how he just left after so many especially if there's the especially if there's the mayor as well yeah like why would you just disappear bro you should like as a mayor you should be holding like you should be doing press conferences and telling everyone it's like because like, remember Trump. it's 2014 it's not yeah. even that long ago things were pretty modern like yeah it wasn't like how it was in the 80s or the 90s or it's like donald trump being like accused of something and then just disappearing for a bit yeah because you don't want to deal with it what the fuck literally so Again, searches for the bodies were conducted. There was loads of volunteers um, helping out with the authorities and stuff. But they had to... But during the time that they were looking for the boys, they were threatened after receiving anonymous phone calls. Who were threatened? The volunteers. So the volunteers were threatened for looking for the bodies. Um, They believed that Anonymous members of the cartel right, were ringing them on the phone saying, don't look, stop looking for them, what like the don't fuck? bother. So on October the 4th, the state authorities say that they've located 
mass graves in the hills <gasps> just outside Aguala oh. that could potentially hold the remains of the missing students. They confirm 38 bodies are in there. Oh my God. Um, which is like really sad for like the families. Because yeah. so this has been like, I mean, it hasn't been that long. It's been like a week or so. It's actually been like near enough four years since it's happened. Wow. Because this is in 2014, it's September till the start of November. So it's Jesus. like really like around this time it was happening. So, well, the time that we're filming yeah, this, yeah. Well, recording this. I don't know why I say filming all the time. <laughs> um, so let's see. So I've lost my thoughts. That's now. mad how they did like 43 students yeah. just like vanish. Gone. How does that even happen? And it's like, I did not know about this case. No, neither do I. Like, I've it never didn't heard get any... I don't think coverage on the UK media. Like literally this is white people. Yeah, this is like this is Mexico. It's not even like it's a third world country really. Yeah. Like, like there was the murder, um, or disappearance that hasn't been solved yet of Asha de Grey. Yeah. Yeah. Small black girl. That hasn't been covered. Yeah. Like I've only seen one YouTuber do that. Like but then That's there's bad. so many on Madeline McGann. Yeah. She's like, dead. Let's just like yeah. No more money needs to be spent on her. Honestly. Um. But anyway, yeah. So they confirm the thirty-eight bodies. Then the federal attorney, um, general takes over the investigation. Um, he confirms that these thirty-eight bodies are the remains of like students. Aww. Couldn't be scientifically identified in twenty fourteen. So there was no proof that these bodies were the missing students. They could have been anyone. Like were they not like um were they like severely decomposed or something? Um, I don't know, it didn't say much detail. I just assumed that I wonder if they were like not um you know, like whole bodies. Yeah, I feel like it would have just been bits and bats. Yeah. As maybe horrible maybe that's as that they is. Couldn't invent it, yeah. Them. Um so they didn't have the facilities in Mexico to scientifically identify, I don't believe. Um, so, so he couldn't confirm, and obviously that left the families in like, to like they were just devastated, really. Yeah, because they're like they say we found thirty eight mass graves, but we can't confirm it. Yeah, and during sense. this as well, during the whole investigation, and since they all went missing, the families just stopped believing and having faith in the government because they believe that the government were involved in covering oh. it up. So they believe, and it's like the mayor as well. Yeah, they okay. believe that they said they found a mass grave with these bodies in, but they didn't really. They're just saying it oh. to like because 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 of to all make this, them stop there's looking. been. Like I said, like, so there's, pr- because of this, there was began protests for the president to resign. There was mass demonstrations for students in the, Mex- in Mexico City, basically trying to out the government and people who are involved for lying and making assumptions about where these boys are, where these students are. Wow. Um, so like it by them saying they're dead, they'd be like, no need to search anymore. Yeah, there's, they wanted to close it. the case, I think. They, but obviously that isn't great for like the 43 families yeah that are like that's fucking shady yeah it's shady um but you know what can you do so the ex-mayor now and his wife are arrested on november the 4th which is a month after the state authorities say that they found the mass grave yeah um they were found hiding in mexico city but this didn't lead to any new info i don't think they gave any you know when they were questioned yeah didn't give like any sort of new evidence or anything 
So, it's then it goes a bit like they don't know, really. This is November 7th now, so a few days after the mayor and his wife were arrested. I couldn't find anything, like, it's still, I think, an ongoing thing. Oh. No one will really know what is going, what will happen. Maybe at the moment, I don't know. I couldn't find any like newer information. Yeah. Um, about what's happening. I just know that since this has happened, there's protests, there's stuff like that. The families are obviously still not convinced, um, and this leads to the possible explanation for what happened. So the government contact everyone, and I think on, like on the TV, on media, or whatever. They they reached a final conclusion of what they believed had happened. So the government, the students were mixed up among a gang, thinking that they were rivals. Like I said earlier, mm-hmm. they were handed over to police in Kakula, where they were transported to a rural country, um, oh, county maybe, rural no to rural country, and they were handed over by police to members of the gang. So the um, leader believed that these students were posing a threat to the gang's control of the area that they were in, and that some he believed that some students were actually part of the rival gang because, again, like I said, these students were no strangers. They were not completely innocent. They were not like they'd done protests and stuff like that before. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying that there were any of them were in the gang. I'm not accusing them of that. Yeah, but I'm just saying that like they were familiar with this and in places like Mexico. Like there is that sort of gang rivalry, gang culture. It's not like unusual for that. Yeah, it's not unusual, basically. So, uh, or I don't believe so. Anyway, from what I've seen, um, or researched into, so higher leader got commanded to execute them. So I don't know if they mean by the higher leader by the mayor or whatever, but I feel like maybe of the the gang. gang. Yeah. So they were executed, taken to a dump on the outskirts of Kakula, and 25 students suffocated on the way there because of the way they're transported and stuff. Um, Bodies were dumped in a pit and burned with plastic, diesel and wood. Then all their possessions and clothes were burned. The ashes and the remains of everything were transported into bin bags and thrown into the nearby river. So... I'd bone. like to see these bin bags turn yeah, up. Yeah, in right? it. So then the bone fragments were discovered in bin bags, but they at the time didn't have the technology to identify the DNA uh, in them. Yeah. Um, so that obviously earlier on in the case that like got in the way and it's got in the way again. So a sample was sent to Austria to um, a more advanced lab and video footage emerged of three suspects confessing. So families, um, but this obviously like got to the families. Families and victim, but the families of the victims didn't buy it at all. Oh. Um, let's just go off again. And they just thought like the government are covering it up. People from Austria came back, was successfully identified the DNA, the DNA. I can't even <laughs> talk. The DNA of one of the boys. However, the lab also doubted the state's investigation. So not only like everyone, the victims' families, but also fucking people in Austria who were doing the DNA that uh. they sent over doubted that the state were giving like 
the the true story and the evidence because it was lack of evidence between the dump where the bodies were burnt and the river the bags were dumped in there was like no trace of anything yeah like where there would have been bags, bro? yeah there would have been there would have been like bits and bats of people's dna in between so like the river was like the the burning area was here and then the river was here yeah. it was like you can't just pick everything up and put it there there's going to be traces yeah like especially in the river yeah and especially with like, like stuff like wind yeah. and like the weather and stuff so the mayor and his wife were accused of orchestrating the murders the families still didn't believe the, s- the state was like sketchy from the beginning searches for the students eventually stopped and from then it's just been marches and protests now on a more international level um uh, because obviously like loads of people have covered that case like on youtube not really in like the mainstream media but especially with on youtube i've seen like a lot of people have covered the case and that's how i like came across it in the first place and it's always like just interested me yeah um but yeah i guess we'll never know what happened and i really feel for the families that i've just been like like they just don't know what's happened i hope it does eventually come out yeah and then like a like just think like the place where you live is like everyone is trying to fight against you for something you just want justice for and it just must be so hard it's weird it's it's actually like so scary and sad and disappointing that the people either mayor and the government and the police are meant to protect you are the ones doing the crime yeah and it's weird how like it's 2014 and that happened like it's mad to think but that was the case of the 43 missing students of mexico so mad jesus christ mad like heavy first podcast really heavy but (laughs) i just really breathe but (laughs) (laughs) yeah imagine if anything like that happened to like me and my family that is horrible and you just wouldn't you just wouldn't think stuff like i'm always like i know either one would be horrible like a murder or a missing person but like i'd rather it be a murder than a missing person because you don't know where yeah because it's like that that disappearance like anything could have been happening to them yeah and it's just like scary i really want to do the murder of asher degree you should do it very good and the murder of Kendrick Johnson. Yeah. The guy. Linking him with like Black Ma- Lives Matter sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. That's good. Because that case is fucking corrupt. Bro. Yeah, innit? I do not believe a word coming out of that high school's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> but again, like like I said, like disclaimer and everything, we don't want to offend anyone. No. We and just like, find it interesting. Talking and about like, like the Mexico one, yeah. it's like bringing light onto the situation so more people know about it. Yeah. Because... It, with cases like these you don't want them to be buried in the dust you want people to know about no, them and keep them relevant them. keep them alive yeah. especially because it was so it wasn't even that long ago like but I don't know it's crazy really hope that you enjoyed this it's a bit different like we said to things that we've done in the past yeah but we really enjoyed doing this stuff yeah and it's really it's fun and fun. also sheds light on like you know Awareness and awareness and just uh, but yeah, everyone stay safe. <laughs> Tune yeah. in for our next spooky podcast. Um, make sure if you want any advice from us to send it in because we love doing like advice questions and stuff. <laughs> yeah, send us your queries and send us any opinions you might have about our podcasts and about what topics we choose to discuss. Yeah, we yeah. want to know all what you think. 
And check out our social medias in the meantime. Yeah, link in bio. <laughs> link in bio. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> okay, bye. Yay. Have fun. <laughs>